I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Let's try this. <clears throat> Let's see if we can get through this in one go. You only get one take. I only get just, one? Yeah. All right. We just do it no matter how bad <laughs> okay, it is. Okay, one take. Here we go. Uh, that's fun. All right. Oh, hold on. That's too... Uh, that's not loud enough. Okay, one oh, mulligan. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, one <laughs> mulligan. Here we go. Okay, wait. Hold on. <laughs> Two molecules. Okay, here we go. Ready? Here we go. This week on Feel Good Friday, everyone should record their voice. There's a new world record for the mouth gape. Ew. Bats may hold the key to longevity. Cosmetic injections lead to blindness. Weed is bad for pregnant women. And people are going to be fucking in space. Wow. Wow. Totally nailed it. <sighs> totally nailed it. You really made it through all of that. I'm genuinely... I think my favorite part of that <laughs> is how proud you get of yourself. Dude, You're kind of like, I mean, you look like Zaya when, Zaya when Zaya plays hide and seek. And then and Zaya, Zaya, Zaya will put the blank in front yeah. of her face and take it down. And she's like, I did it. Dude, that's For people so that cute. don't know, we've decided that we're just going to, we're only going to do that intro live. Fuck it. We'll do it live in one take. And if I don't get it right, then that's it. Like That's well, the new thing. That's yeah. the fucking new thing. That's it. Yeah. So, uh, so I did it. I th- I feel like I did it just, uh, just like, uh, just a pubic hair short of, or long of what it should have been. Well, I mean, th- long or short, that's not, not very much. I thought it was good. You know? I thought okay, I, th- I would give you an eight out of 10 on thank that you, one. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Hey, listen, yeah. the first thing I said there, everyone should record their voice. Yeah. Guys, I read this really wonderful, neat, exciting, interesting article the other day on Artifact. Was it cool? It was cool. It was slick. It was neat. Um, nice. The, the title of the article was Everyone Should Use Personal Voice. This sounds like a fucking iOS ad, which it maybe probably is. But it, it, it says uh, <laughs> everyone should use personal voice. It does, it does in 15 minutes what currently takes several weeks. Okay. So personal I like voice. I, heard, <clears throat> I feel like I saw this somewhere. It was one of the most exciting upcoming accessibility features that Apple had just announced. It's going to be dropping with iOS 17, um, and it is a it is a program that within 15 minutes can make a perfect representation of your voice to be used if you say lose the use of your voice due to ALS or something like that. So <laughs> we all know Stephen Hawking, um, one of the brightest minds of our time. Uh, he had lost his the voice the use of his voice through ALS i believe he had ALS yeah and he was a way well ahead of his time cuz he had his voice he did and here's actually had his voice recorded like they you know like you could tell no, like, they the didn't. voice that he was using <laughs> no no that was so, no 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 that was not i i are you joking what you're joking right that wasn't his voice <laughs> this was not medicine has not been able to cure me so I rely on technology to help me fu- communicate. That actually is a that role. That's isn't a- his voice? 
no, no, that's not his voice. That's a robot voice. Um, and I, that sounds like a listen, robot voice. I have been I misled say, for you, you I just want to say, I've been misled, misled for decades. I, I just want to say, I'm not confident on how to weigh in on this and, and solve this um, uh, debate between the two of you on this topic because. <laughs> Wait, which because... debate? That, that, that this is his real voice? Has not been able to <laughs> or not? Because the so reason why is. I could see, I wouldn't have confidently said that I thought it was his voice, like Taylor <laughs> confidently says, but but the thing that... It's like called when, theater. When that was produced, yeah. when that was produced, I mean, the recording quality sucked anyway, so like, you know, maybe, well, here, here maybe, actually, maybe they did. If you guys do want to know, here is Stephen Hawking's real voice, and this was his real voice fairly close to the moment where, in his life, where he literally could no longer speak. He wouldn't see anything special if he passed inside the black So he has someone close to him who can actually translate on the spot and understand what he's saying. But once you pass a certain critical point... I mean, he's yeah, by that by that point he's he's well his voice is dramatically yeah. different from what yeah. it would have been before like his LA, That's right. ALS uh, so, diagnosis. So with the with the loss of speech that can occur suddenly through medical conditions like mm-hmm. ALS, um, there there is this program or this like thing that you can do to synthesize your voice so that um, when you go to use that machine to speak instead of that robotic voice you actually have like. Uh, a somewhat realistic version of your own voice, but I mean, it takes sh- it takes weeks and weeks to do it. Oh, oh, and it is extraordinarily right. expensive. Um, but so it's called voice banking. Um, so in this article, they say we're all familiar with the speech th- synthesizer used by the late Stephen Hawking. He could select words and phrases that would be spoken aloud, but in very in a very robotic voice. The me- next major development was much a much more natural sounding speech. Uh, like that used by Siri. But the best option for all of those who can no longer speak clearly or at all is a voice that sounds just like you. This is possible using technology known as voice banking. Your voice is recorded while you speak a bunch of phrases and a computer system creates a voice that sounds just like yours by learning the the, uh, accent, intonation, timing of your speech. Currently, voice voice banking takes weeks. So, Conventional voice banking is, uh, it requires you to speak around 1,500 fa- fa- phrases and can be expensive um, as well as very time consuming. Uh, Philip Green, who's the uh, a director of an ALS-focused nonprofit, he told uh, Fast Co. that voice banking took him several weeks, so he did it himself. Uh, four years ago, when Philip Green banked his voice, he had to record 1,500 f- phrases for training purposes, an arduous task. That took him weeks to complete, so he understands why others might find avoiding uh, others might avoid confronting it. <clears throat> he said, "Quote: To be honest, you have a lot more things on your mind than oh, I should invest time in pre- preserving a version of my voice that I may need in two years or six months or four years." Says Green. Um, Team Gleason was founded by, uh, so, he, so he's, a, he's also a board member of, of uh, Team Gleason. Team Gleason was founded by former New Orleans Saints player Steve Gleason following his ALS diagnosis in 2011. This is really, uh, I, this is a, a great example of 
something that we've talked a lot about a lot on uh, like throughout <laughs> the history of the show is when it comes to accessibility is like techs that the 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 implications yeah. that an accessibility feature has on like broader technology because yeah. like you 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 see this and you go oh okay this is this is amazing for this accessibility function okay should you lose your voice et cetera et cetera all the different maybe um, ways in which guys I already did this. Yeah, that's Brian. That's, that's Brian. Brian's Brian. Already, Brian's <coughs> fucking with AI while we're trying to have a conversation. Brian, Brian's here. already done that. So, so you do you do this, and you have these this excel accessibility feature. But then it's like you you'll probably I wouldn't be surprised if you're able to set your voice assistant to be yours. Yeah. Or yeah, totally. If Apple and various companies, um, I cloned my voice already. This is basic ass shit. Okay, I mean that didn't sound that. That that <laughs> didn't sound that great. What do you think? What do you think it sounds because, like? Because I knew, I knew, I know you did this, Bry, and and you're right. You did this thing already using an AI program, <laughs> but this. So so where this? But you are someone who fucking subscribes to AI newsletters and like sits at home and like as soon as Maddie walks out the door, you pull out your dick and start jerking off <laughs> to like just a fucking just to the open AI fucking website website logo yeah so so you're a little bit different from say my dad who doesn't even fucking know what what chat gpt or fucking open ai is this is another step and, towards her and this is this is this is going to be in your your phone in your iphone as an application that you can just open up and in 15 minutes have what brian's doing right you think now. about this like some like a company like, like way Auto- more accessible than than then what totally what is it this whole episode fucking... should just be us using our recorded ai voices that doesn't sound good <laughs> so, <laughs> so it sounds like shit. so <laughs> what do you think the what do you think that's gonna sound no like, it's though? gonna sound dude it's gonna sound <clears throat> fucking incredible you have you seen some of the i've already of, recorded mine you, have you hear seen it? some of the I, like, I, I used it I, I got an early access it sounds like this <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen some of the like the the like parody like fake uh donald trump joe biden shit like that yeah. sounds yeah, yeah. pretty decent. I mean, That's it's, obvi- done with it's obviously this, it's obviously using. fake. This I mean, is only trained on. This is trained on uh, one minute. Okay, Brian, of, I, this isn't. This doesn't. It doesn't have to turn into a critique of how you cloned an AI. No, but that's voice. what. But you were critiquing. That's what you. It started it that way because <laughs> you said it wasn't good. Okay, <laughs> I'm just telling you. It doesn't you that. have to turn it. It doesn't have to turn it. Don't bring up anything to do with AI because Brian's an elitist. It doesn't have to turn into. It doesn't have to turn into you going. I can do that right now. But you're saying that there's better. This is what they use. They use eleven labs is what they're using okay so something that's going to be interesting it's okay is like is going you know if you listen to uh i don't really do audiobooks but um I'm, they're, they're obviously super popular and and i and i i if i was listening to an audiobook i know that something that would be crucial for me would be have feeling like the narrator is i'm connected with the narrator and like they're the author is, or that they're no, the, 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 no, not the author, the whoever's narrating the book, because like some audiobooks, they'll get like John Malkovich or somebody to yeah. do the to do the reading of the audiobook. But, you know, some people don't give a fuck about John Malkovich or they think his voice is annoying, which I completely understand, even though I love John Malkovich's voice. So you, they could go in and get a celebrity to do 15 minute reading yeah. and then have the audiobook narrated by that celebrity without them having to be contracted to read an entire book and you might be able to scroll through a library and pick mm-hmm. any person any celebrity under the sun that you like think that they have an interesting voice to narrate the book that you're want to read 
or yeah. something like yeah, that. Totally. And like that's kind of like the downstream like tech thing that comes the, from the accessibility feature. The, thing, even, that, the even, thing that I'm the point that I, I'm trying to make though is that is that so with iOS, it's interesting that it's integrated into iOS. Um, but there's also tools right now where you can do two second sound bites and it can register the um, like hertz that those waves are coming in at and it can predict and project what your voice should sound like even with two seconds of uploaded input. Right. So like there's a possibility that, you know, in the not so distant future, you know, within the next year or two that you don't even have to do 15 minutes of training for it. You can do it. In you know like what you should do, seconds. Brian? You should play some of the audio clips that you made. Um, which were AI fakes of us saying cancelable things. <laughs> oh, I do have those. You want to hear them? Yeah, yeah. Play those. <laughs> okay, so, they're actually so, the, the funny thing is they sound really real because I didn't even have to make the the ones of you. They're not AI generated. <laughs> so this so this is uh, this is um, this is all going to be available on uh, on your basically your iPhone once iOS seventeen comes out. Um, and it, how it works is you open up this app, you read along with randomized set of text prompts, um, for about 15 minutes, um, on your iPhone or your iPad. And, um, it, it, all the processing of it happens on your device right there. Um, and the, uh, what was the other thing that I wanted to say about this, which I thought was really fucking neat. Um, oh, well it's gone. Um, I bet it was pretty slick, though. It, it was. It was a pretty slick uh, thing that I had to say there, but I guess uh, I guess I, I lost it. Um, but yeah, pretty cool. So if you or anybody in your life uh, is, you know, like especially for someone who's dealing with something where you like anybody who who has a recent diagnosis of ALS, like this, I would be fucking jacked up about this. This would be such a huge thing for. Totally. For me, because like, of course you would want if you're gonna have to if you're gonna have to rely on a machine to do your speaking for you, or like, or at least that like to 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 vocalize the speaking that you do, um, it would be so much more personable to do it yeah. with with some sort of synthesized version of your own voice than to have yeah. that like that robotic. I mean, you, th you think about like any of the any of the things that that people lose as a result of illness that are are sort of like what we typically perceive as like foundational to us to like something that yeah. makes us us maybe it's your hair yeah maybe it's your voice um what, what like some type of feature your taste your taste i mean maybe your maybe your breasts like like yeah like things that people lose as a result of surgeries yeah, and yeah, illnesses yeah. and stuff the testicles testicles i mean those are less prominent to the broader public but <laughs> dude, um, my testicles make me who i am <laughs> but like you know it's it the, the closer you can get to being able to preserve yeah. that so that you can feel less like your like your illness is like taking something yeah. away from you though though also maybe you want a cool different voice and maybe there's an option to like have yeah some like fucking cool voice like yeah, it's like yeah. if you lose your arm and and you have that's a what cool i'm saying like the audiobook that, like, thing like yeah. you could be yeah. george clooney right or you could take That'd your be weird though like if someone was like i want to be like i want to be joe biden it'd be like that's that would fucking be weird, weird. <laughs> or, or george clooney or whoever fucking name but if it's but but what would be less weird i think and i, I i'm probably Someone wouldn't agree with me here. Less weird would be a character. Like, I want to be Darth Vader. 
But this is the customizable you know, like that, thing. Right. It's like it's right. like the it's like the same reason why you change the, the you change the wallpaper on your phone. Yeah. You know? Because like you go, oh, I really like that, but now yeah. my interest has waned. And I would like to update it with something that I'm currently into. Yeah. And you'll you what's might the, be able to do that. With wall, your what's the wallpaper on your phone, Ted? <clears throat> what's the background on your phone? Oh, it's Zaya. Zaya? Okay. And what's Zaya what's the while. background on your phone? It's a, a mountain. It's a oh, bit of an it's a bit of an outdated photo of Zaya. What, what, like how much do you think how much do you think it tells of someone what their like background is? So like obviously do we like, I like cycle Taylor's through. a dad. That's a you're a dad. You 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 have a mountain, so it's like you like the outdoors. Yep. Yeah. Mine's uh, mine's just a bunch of pictures of oral thrush. You like disease. <laughs> you like you like mouth disease. How, how often do you change your uh, background? Not, uh, like not probably, enough. Probably like three times a year. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of oral. Okay. And I don't mean <clears throat> this oral. <laughs> um, I'm talking this oral. There's a new world record for the widest mouth gape. Of a male. Wow. Look wow. at this. Look at this. This is a fucking kid. That's a bubbly can. I can go pretty wide. Dude. Not that wide. Can you stick an entire apple into your mouth without touching it? No, I have an apple right do, now. Should we test? Can test you do, it, yeah. Can you do the... Dude, a water bottle. Holy fuck. Can you, can you do the end of this? Dude, the, the music though? Hold on. The music is killing me. <laughs> Whoa, a baseball. <laughs> oh my God. Can you do the end of this? Uh, like I don't know. See if, see if you can. Not even close. No. Yeah. Not even. Not close. even close. I mean, you that got you got you got around, but like, dude, this kid had space no, no, on not, either end. Obviously, not as right? close to the record world record holder. Can you do it? Tay has an apple now. Let's see. Try it. If I put he, that open up, that eat it. He made it. Open look, up. Let's he see. made it look really small, but it's not. He, dude, he made it look really small. Not even close, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my wow. jaw hurts now. I mean, I think I can. Yeah, yeah, not <sighs> close. I guess. You know, it's funny. I know. <laughs> I know somebody who might have the world record for the for the smallest mouth gape. Yeah, who's that? Cameron Marcus. Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> dude, really dude, we used this. to, we used to, we used to be like. Uh, obviously, no one knows who Cameron Marcus is, but that doesn't matter. Um, we used to be like, yo, Cameron, um, um, can you try to try to put your phone in your mouth and like so the width of a phone, which obviously, which at the time used to be like, yeah, like, yeah, like you're holding third, an, like, you're, you're holding an iPhone Mac, like <laughs> I like Pro phone. Max. And so he, like, yeah, he used to be the fucking iPhone used to be like two thirds as wide shit, and he'd go like this. He'd go. <laughs> it was, so it was really small um well let's move on to uh something a little bit more interesting bats my, my, my. this fruit paste is delicious <laughs> and the pottery is lovely it's made from guano guano that sounds so familiar <laughs> bat droppings <laughs> guano is the chief resource of the barchati they use it to make many things in the village Yummy, <laughs> dude! Love I need it. to watch Ace Ventura when Nature <laughs> so calls. So bats ASAP. could hold the secret to human inflammatory disease and aging, um, revealed in a groundbreaking new study. Scientists identify a modified protein which suppresses the inflammatory response in bats, and could explain their incredible resilience. Uh, I got ChatGPT to write this whole thing here to make it a little bit more entertaining. 
Um, okay. So here we go. Here's a little story from uh, some AI uh, taking an article and making it its own. Hold on to your seats, folks. Okay. Because I've got some bra- groundbreaking news for you. Get this. Bats, those mystical creatures of the night, might just hold the key to slowing down the aging process and fighting off a whole bunch of inflammatory diseases, and- including the infamous COVID-19, heart disease, and arthritis. Oh, that's funny. Because like they're also kind of... They're going to give you the novel virus. I know, right? And then they're going to make it better. But here's the yeah. interesting part. And what I think they get to here is that they... Yeah, they can give you COVID. But the interesting thing is those fuckers are just carrying around COVID and it's not doing nothing to them. And so that's what they're getting at here. They're going, there's a fucking protein in there, in that bat, that allows them to just be carrying like, you know, ungodly amounts of vicious viruses that don't affect them at all. Yeah. I mean, but we also have, I mean, we also have that with a lot of diseases that animals get that we can't get. Sure, right. Um uh, not to not to like dismiss this, I'm sure. Yeah, but you know what? Fuck this. Let's move on to the next <laughs> thing. Uh, yeah, you heard that right. It's all thanks to a sneaky little protein that bats carry around, and scientists are buzzing with excitement about its potential. Now, bats are quite the remarkable critters. Despite being small mammals, they boast impressively long lifespans, with some of them parting it up for a whopping... How long do you think? I, this actually blew me away. A bat? Yeah. 18 years. Yeah, okay. Like, let's think a dog, a dog, like donut... I'll be lucky if donut gets to 12, right? Like, that's pretty... Um, well, uh, bats and rats are not that dissimilar. Right. I think How long is a rat? A rat, rat live a I think, fucking while. I think, no, I think three to five years is like a really <laughs> long rat life. My, my pet <laughs> okay. rat died when I'm he was off. two. I was way off. So I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Five or six years. I thought bats like I thought they I thought they lived a long time because like all of the um you know like this like Count Dracula vampire bats those Ooh. those are, like you they're yeah. they're like related to That's like really logic. long lifespans. That's interesting, Brian. I never thought about that. Did you actually think that, or did you just like I did think that? Yeah, I thought. Huh, wow. That's, I th- I thought they lived like well I don't know seventy five years. Yeah, bats live up to two hundred and thirty four years. No, they don't. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, they live uh, for forty years. Four. 40, 14, 40. 40. 40. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like yeah. longer than I've been alive so far. That, yeah, that's yeah, that's right. That's crazy. Um, but that's not all. These fearless flyers can cozy up with some of the most lethal viruses known to mankind, like SARS, Ebola, and Zika, without batting an eyelash. Hey, well, <laughs> look out, chat GPT. How's that even possible, you ask? Well, brace yourselves for the protein reveal. Picture this. A team of brilliant scientists have uncovered a modified version of a protein known as Bat ASC2. Bat ass two. <laughs> that acts like a superhero cape for bat- bats. It swoops in and saves the day by suppressing their inflammatory response, giving them their incredible resilience. It's like their very own secret weapon against inflammation, the arch nemesis of good health. But wait, the plot thickens. These genesis research, these genus genius, sorry, researchers decided to shake things up by genetically modifying laboratory mice to carry the bat ass protein. And voila, the resulting bat mouse chimera developed the same awesome inflammatory defense as bats themselves. This exciting discovery didn't stop there, my friends. The scientists also conducted experiments on human cells. And guess what? Similar magic happened. The cells became more resilient proving that this protein has some serious therapeutic potential. Interesting. That is super fucking interesting. You know, what's really interesting um, that this reminds me of, <clears throat> I had, I came across a biomarker of mine uh, by accident 
Um, just, just found it on the ground? Just found yeah. it on the ground. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> oopsie, oops. Um, found a biomarker. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well it, uh, that speaks to this. I had, I think it had something to do with when I got hit. I had some blood work done on something after a certain period of time. I think it was, I think it was to, uh, to check like, uh, maybe some blood markers as to like how my body was dealing with like building back my bones and blah, 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 whatever. And one of the markers was an inflammatory, um, biomarker where they basically check. There's like a, there's a biomarker that basically gives you a, uh, like an approximation for like your level of an, uh, inflammation in your whole body. And I can't remember what the numbers were or what the biomarker was specifically, but it was, you know, it, it's like, you know, the average person, let's say is between like three and five. I'm just for the sake of just easy numbers. Um, and so that was where they like wanted me to be. And my doctor was like, interesting. My doctor was like, it's really interesting when we checked your, inflammation numbers it was like 0.1 or 0.2 where he was like you have like zero inflammation in your body and 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 that was basically it all he said he just went there's nothing much to that i just wanted to, to like let you know that that's that's like so we think you're like, faking that's it. like we that, that's weird <laughs> so, like, so we have the insurance company calling you uh, in 15 minutes <laughs> anyway he didn't say like he didn't say that that, that there he didn't say that it was bad um, and he was, just, and he didn't really necessarily say that that was like good. He just went, it's just crazy. You have like remarkably low levels of, of, uh, inflammation in your body. And that's just something that you don't see. Is that, every day. is that like, like a, oh, interesting. is that, could that be both a pro and a con in, in the sense that like inflammation know. is, is good because it promotes, I'll tell you where like inflammation is real good. Also, you know, it is kind of what can lead to soreness and. Uh, yeah, other I, I know that inflammation definitely has <laughs> inflammation for sure has like a very um, needed is a very needed process for healing. It's a big process for. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is he going to let it go on the whole time? <laughs> no, anyway, no. I just thought that was really interesting. So like, yeah, um, so I mean, you're, I, be you're better than uh, us. I tend to heal fairly quickly. So obviously I get inflammation when I get Do you hurt. heal like like cuts quickly. Like if I, uh, if I like, if I like, like sliced open your, your like hand, would you, would you, do you heal like, like scabby heal quickly uh, or like more like, well, I a, don't know. Like, I, I'm not sure what the, what a, what, like a, what would be a, how long did canker sores last in your mouth for? Not super long. Maybe a few days, two days, maybe three days. Hmm. That'd be pretty short. I feel like mine lasts like a week plus. I mean, if they're on, if they're, if they're really stubborn. Maybe a week, but but like typically a couple of days. I don't know. I'm mm. just saying. Maybe uh, I'll maybe I'll live to be 135. Maybe you're a vampire. Maybe yeah. Maybe you'll <laughs> learn, maybe you'll live more uh, longer than a bat. Um, I hope so. So that <laughs> would be cool. favorite one-hit wonder or that overpriced toy your parents would never let you have or that tv show that no one else remembers because it was canceled way too soon now what if we could fix it 
I'm Francesca Ramsey. And I'm Delon Grant. And after 20 years of friendship, we are now hosting a new nostalgia podcast called Let Me Fix It. Each episode, we'll dig into our favorite celebrities, shows, and brands of yesteryear, and then imagine what it would take to repackage them for relevance today. Think of our show as an intervention, but with way less stakes. So subscribe to Let Me Fix It wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Uh, let's talk about our skin. Okay. We kind of just were. I was, we were hanging out. Sort of. Cuts. The other day, the other day, (laughs) Kira was saying something. Oh, she was like, she was kind of like, she was kind of joking, jokingly saying like, oh, like I'm going to get Botox. And I was like, yeah, but don't. Yeah. And she was like, why? And I was like, well, I mean, I guess it's not for me to say to you, like, don't like if you, if that's something that you want to do. Sure. I was like, but why? Why do you? Why would you want to get Botox? She, she wasn't like, I need Botox. She was sort of joking. Maddie and I had the same conversation. And she was like, well, I, I actually am starting to get these like wrinkles on my on my eyes. And I was like, that's good. And she was like, no, I don't want to be. I don't want wrinkles. And I was like, yeah, but your wrinkles like your wrinkles make you look beautiful. Like it would be Again, I'm, it's not my place to say, but if I was to look at you and all your wrinkles were gone away, you wouldn't be you. You would be a different version of you that would look not real, not right, not like whatever. And she was like, eh, I don't know. Like, it's just like for me, like maybe I just like don't want them. I was like, all right, well, um, but now, now I, <laughs> I read this article and I was like, I'm definitely gonna be like, don't please, just please don't ever do Botox. Um, uh, and uh, Isn't and I'll, I'll probably just tell her uh, I, I don't want you looking like um, like uh, I want Looks this to like happen. it's frozen or something. <laughs> oh, this! <laughs> I got a Botox injection today. Botox treatment. Botox. They take a big needle in? and inject it into your forehead and it freezes your face like this. I read it in a health magazine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it's interesting though. I, I, so what I heard about Botox. Is that if you get it, you basically have to continue yeah. getting it. Yeah. Well, because, yeah. It's like when you away. start shaving your legs. You don't no, need to continue to get it. No, no. But I heard that it like it does. Yeah, I like, shave my. I started <laughs> shaving my legs for the cycling season. And you'll I, never be able to stop. I heard that. Hey, because, I will. I'm going to give it a break in so, the in the winter. A little grow back. And this then, is this is um this is I'm sure I saw this on TikTok, but um it goes away. Yes, but also while the muscles are um par like paralyzed or whatever. They when they then go back, they're not strengthened because they're not having to oh. engage, and Ooh, so wow. then they droop more. Oh, okay. So then you have to go back and get more Botox, uh, and then it's like a, a never-ending feedback yeah. loop. Yeah, totally. So, so uh, I mean, that's what I heard. I don't know. This heard, this article this article um it, it talks about so this popular cosmetic injection is linked to twelve reports of blindness. It's super popular. I mean, that is a very low number considering the millions of people yeah um so marissa batty uh she grew up in what she calls the kylie jenner boom when lips were big skin was smooth and facial symmetry was within reach for those who could afford it this sounds she like booked, a socal summer of love like <laughs> surfing movie intro. she booked for when a skin was smooth lips were big <laughs> <laughs> and the swell was popping <laughs> the swell was thick yeah um the jet gpt write that <laughs> That's right. When the lips were big, skin was smooth, and facial symmetry was within reach for those who could afford it. 
Ew. Uh, no, it was actually written by whoever wrote this article. Um, so she booked it for a dermal, dermal filler injection as soon as she turned 18. Uh, she said, I was really insecure at the time and thought I needed to have big lips to feel and look beautiful, said Miss Batty. Now, here's the thing. When I, when, when I said what I said to Kira, because I, I, I'm sure I'm going to get some kind of blowback from someone who's like, don't fucking tell someone about like what, what they should and shouldn't do about for their body. Or no, you know what? Look, you no, know, you know what? That's bullshit because you guys are in a relationship together and two people in a relationship together should be able to tell them, tell, tell each other their honest opinion. And somebody out there yeah. has no fucking business telling you right. that. Right. <laughs> right. So my, my point, fuck that. my point isn't, my point isn't even that. My point is if like in, in the age of like fucking beauty filters and fucking, you know, like the Kylie Jenna error or era, like, dude, I don't want any fucking person I know to think that they are not fucking beautiful just I the totally way that they agree. are. I and totally I don't want agree. anybody in the world to be looking at their face on a fucking filter on a phone and think, you know what might actually help me is if I go and inject some fucking toxins into my face because it'll make me look more beautiful. Look, to like if you want to do whatever the fuck you want to do to make yourself look better, go for it. Or feel better. But or you do not need, you do not need anything you are i mean and especially my fucking partner she is gorgeous like don't fuck that up <laughs> now here's the, now, don't ruin this for me. Now, now here's the interesting here's the thing that that i'm that that comes up for me when you say that especially when you started out and it was like you know you don't need to change it we all so where it, so now i i would agree that going to going and paying for a service that you are that you are very likely to have to like you know re up a lot over time. Um, I think that that is probably across the line of something that somebody sh- should feel like they need to do. Yeah, dude, um, don't get me wrong. But, There's but, a massive difference all, between Botox and getting your fucking hair dyed sure. and cut. Like right. that is. I mean, I don't know. Sure, I'm sure someone could be like. Getting hair dye actually is probably like, you know, there are toxins in oh, hair I'm dye. Sure, sure whatever yeah. the fuck. But you're not taking hair dye and sticking it into your fucking face. But like, what, that's what, it, but that's, so that's what I mean is like, where is that line? Because yeah. we all do stuff that shapes our appearance and right. things. Like we all do yeah. things. Like, like I, like you said, like I was going to bring that up. I shaved my legs for cycling season. Yeah. There's really no fucking, there's no functional benefit. I'm sure, it's like a va- I'm, it's I'm a sure, like thing. on the on the on the molecular. Like, I'm sure on the quantum level, you are a little the, faster. I'm a little of a. I am. Probably, I am probably just a touch faster. But it's a vanity thing, dude. Yeah, I yeah. fucking like the way my legs look when I'm spending twenty hours a week on my bike, looking down at my fucking calf muscles. I prefer the out. troglodyte look, but yeah, sure. Because <laughs> I'm, but, a, but, I'm mean, a hairy fucker. Even, even on our faces. For the look where yeah, I thought maybe this guy just got down out of a tree for the first time. <laughs> he just like, he evolved a little late. But yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> to each their own fault. I'm not here to late. fucking judge, dude. Uh, but we we all make the decisions to like augment yeah. our appearance. Like you have a mustache, you have a beard, yeah. I have a shaved yeah. face. You know, We could all do different yeah. things to make our appearances look different. It's just... It, like my problem is when there's a uh, like a, a somebody creates a business around making you feel like you have to do this thing yeah. to look quote unquote mm. yeah good or someone like, or someone like the Jenners blow the fuck up and, and it's like and they're and you know they're paying fucking insane amounts of money to have insane amounts of work done publicly like it's not like his fucking secret like they are do it like they are 
they are the they are the fucking like you if USADA was testing for fucking plastic surgeries, that family would be failing every single test. Well, while we're going hard in the paint here, I guess for a second, <laughs> I might as well go. I'm, I'm, I'll I'll be honest and say how I feel about it. I just don't think it looks good either. Yeah, you look like a lizard. It does. <laughs> like, it, it looks. And, and I, it does look. And strange. I and I personally think that <laughs> that we're I don't think it's really so I, I just generally think that. Like, if I had to guess, I think generally guys don't think it looks good. Like, the conversations that we have with our guy friends. Oh, but regardless of, yeah. regardless, I mean, no, I, I, think that, I think that's wrong because I think some people are fucking really into it. Totally. So a lot of yeah. people are fucking really into it. I think it's, a, I think that's a, I think, Dude, that, yeah, I think that's kind of like an in your bubble yeah. sort of thought. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a very popular, I mean, dude, there's a reason why it is. There's a reason why when you open up Snapchat, like those beauty filters look the way they fucking yeah. do. And it's a growing it's, trend among men as well. Yes, dude, a big, big time. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, so, like it, it's regardless, yeah. regardless, whatever, digging this hole, we're going to dig ourselves back out to each their own. If you want to get fucking work done up the wazoo, go for it. Go for it. Absolutely. Go for it. But I guess the um, reason but, you brought this up is because it might make you blind. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it, but you could <laughs> go the point blind. Is, is it's okay to wear costumes. Like if wearing costumes makes you feel better in public, that's fine. But, you know, if you're wearing a costume. Just, yeah, I mean, they're just kind of, they're okay, sort of, yeah, I guess it's, you kind of put it that way. Yeah. I, anyway, it's like wearing, anyway, su- I just wanna, wearing I, suits. I, I, anyway, I do, I do Kira, feel don't, b- don't get Botox. Right? You don't need it. You're beautiful. I love you. Um, I do uh, feel bad. I do feel bad. I feel bad saying that, even though at the same time I fully believe it. You know what I mean? Like, like because I, because the last thing I want is somebody who, Somebody listening to this who does that regularly, yeah. feeling bad about themselves. No, like I don't want that. I, I don't want that at all. And again, I don't like. I know that what we've said probably comes across that way, but all of, I'm just speaking for myself here, Brian. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Uh, <laughs> I'm speaking about a conversation that I had with my girlfriend, where I said, <laughs> I, I do. I, the last thing I ever want is for you to ever feel insecure about the way that you look so that you have to go do something like this because in my eyes and in everybody else's eyes around us the shared reality is that you are stunningly beautiful and you don't need to you don't need to do this thing that outside fucking influences are are likely pressuring you to do without you even fucking noticing it because it's it's not necessary if she decides i'm gonna go do it i'm gonna go all right cool like i'm fucking like rooting for you i was saying just don't go blind like <laughs> this person, Marissa Batty, who was insecure at the time at 18. She got this injection. Now she's 26. And uh, she knows the she's learned the importance of knowing what can go wrong. So here's the other thing. If you're going to do this, do your fucking research. Uh, about one year ago, she suffered a vascular occl- occlusion, occlusion. Uh, meaning filler blocked a blood vessel. Uh, it's rare and it can happen at the hands of even experienced injectors, but left untreated, it can lead to necrosis, which is the death of affected skin tissue. There are complications that do come along with these procedures, Miss Batty said. That's why you should always walk into a clinic very aware that these things can happen and you have to put a lot of thought in before actually doing these procedures. Mm. Registered nurse and cosmetic injector Larissa Danone uh, resolved Miss Batty's occlusion, which happened at another clinic, by dissolving the fil- the filler. Um, she's worried not enough injectors have training and knowledge to identify and resolve complications. 
quote, there's a lot of junior injectors coming through now who are not very interested in the scary side of things. They just want the glamorous injectable training and the trips and the conferences, yada, yada, yada. So it's, a big, uh, it's a big um, it's a industry booming, booming for, industry for... It's a big industry for nurses working in hospitals to leave yeah. and start doing yep, um, totally hundred uh, percent. The other thing is I don't like tell you, you're saying it's a growing trend in, in um, men as well. And like, I like when I speak about this, I'm not speaking like, like projecting my opinion on women who do this. I'm projecting like my opinion as somebody who was a guy who went to tanning salons as a, as a Dude, teenager yeah. so like, and now yeah. look at you like look what that did but, to you but the thing is, <laughs> you is look like, like shit like, i feel like it, pre- it i feel the thing that makes me so like emotionally worked up about it is is the fact that i feel like the industry preys on emotionally vulnerable people and like like the same with tanning is like why did i go tanning when i was a kid because i hoped that like having you know, darker complexion would make me more attractive to sure. girls. Yeah, because yeah. you're short. You got totally. that. Short totally. Like, it's there's, like, it's like, I mean, there's tons of it. In, I know you're, joking, you're looking tall, like, dark, handsome. You're like, fuck, I'm not tall, but I could be dark and handsome. T- totally. And it plays on those insecurities. Yeah. And then you end up paying money to look a certain way that you don't even, I mean, tanning, speaking to tanning salons specifically, like, I didn't look tanned. I looked orange. Yeah. And I had a Playboy bunny sticker imprint <laughs> from where I was Checking to see no, how didn't. much my tan was progressing. No, you didn't. He did, but that was oh the that was the, <laughs> oh that, that was the that was the little that was the little two by two uh, centimeter piece of pride that you didn't don't give want to admit that to the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know that what? That was I, the, the part of me that was screaming to get out at that yeah. time. <laughs> you know, I th- I feel like I feel like the the pendulum always swings, and I and Bri, just just so just so you don't feel the need to like go tanning after this conversation. Um, <laughs> there will I think there will be a time where tall, dark, and handsome will shift to short. Hale and ugly. Not in my lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> so don't worry. Your time's coming. Hey, speaking of pale and ugly. Um, <laughs> okay. This, this is, this is that it has nothing to do with this. Great um, do you guys, this actually, this kind of blew my mind that this was a study because I thought the jury was out. I thought, is the jury still out? How does that work? If the jury's still out, did we, fig- did we figure it out? Or if the jury's out, are they done their work? No, they, they, they come finished. Decision? No, the jury is out. The jury's out. The jury is out, meaning no they're out there trying to figure it out. The jury is still out means they haven't. Okay, so right. so I thought the jury was done. If the verdict is in, <laughs> okay, the I jury the, has come the to a decision. Jury, I the, the jury is out and gone. See, what I, thought, what I thought was the verdict was in. And the jury was done being out. And they came in and they gave the verdict. Okay. So, the jury is no. So, but the jury is, um, the jury is not the, so I don't know what, where the fuck is the jury? So, okay. I thought the verdict was in long ago about this. Okay. But it turns out not so much. The, the jury is still out. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Marijuana is not good for pregnant people. They just found out. Yeah. That, so, okay. This, this kind of blows my mind. I had just thought, I just thought, like, A, you don't drink when you're pregnant. Like, we all know that. That's like, that's super no bueno for baby. Yeah. But I thought, I, I mean, thought weed was the same thing. I thought marijuana was the same thing. Although I, although I will say the, the, although I will say the thing about drinking and being pregnant is that, like, I know, I know from my experience. If you do it in little bits, you get your baby tolerated to it. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know that, I know that it might, in my experience with Kyla, she she was like she, she was of the she was of the feeling at least in, in the headspace of and i'm sure that there's 
thousands of people out there, millions of people out there that feel that are the same where it was like, where, where it was like, I can't have a sip of alcohol. And like, that is like, that's also not true at all. Like having a drink, like, like every now and again, like a, like a, is uh, is going a half to be, glass of wine, and if you are, if is the jury in on that? I think the jury is quite in on 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 that. The it, jury's in, meaning the verdict no, has been. So set. this is the thing: it's the, the jury's sa- not out. It's on the that. same thing as being like as a uh, as whoever fucking says don't use Q-tips. People say don't use Q-tips because they go, you know what? Instead of telling people how to not jam their fucking brain with a Q-tip, let's just say not to not use it. I saw a guy the other day so, take a so, Q-tip and put it in a, a, a power drill and he drilled it. <laughs> yeah, probably. And he, he was like, they're really clean now. I've done so that's, that, yeah. so that's, so the thing, the thing is, is that, is that is some things are just easier to say. It's just easier to say bar none. Don't do it rather than go, let's give them the nuance. Because if you give the nuance, at least from the scientific community's perspective, right. there's the chance that people don't hear the nuance and just go, I can drink when I'm pregnant and go and get fucking wasted. Mm. So um, obviously that. So the thing that when you brought that up yesterday about the marijuana thing. Yeah. um, Which I'll get um, to it. There's some specific stuff in there. Is like, it's not a surprise to me. Now, yes, we, we, it's, it seems obvious. It's like, Hey, don't, don't, don't smoke weed when you're smoking though. And that's the thing is like, well, there's two things. A, <laughs> a, a, weeds, weeds still only legal in. <laughs> there it is. Oh, rip the bong. Shit. Weeds only been legal in is still only legal in certain. <laughs> oh my god, oh, is that shit. is that real? Weeds, weeds only legal in 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 I don't know, like half the states in the U.S. It's only been legal in Canada for uh, since what 2017 yeah. So, October. like the amount of time that we've had an open field to do research Ooh. is like really short. Yeah. So it's no surprise that we don't have much concrete evidence, yeah. scientific evidence that it's not good for pregnancy. But also the thing is like when you think of weed, I think most people's mind goes to smoking. Yeah. But there's and, many different ways to ingest weed. Right. So it's really like I ingested re- weed last night with some very delicious candy. So we're really talking about the effect of THC in the body yeah, yeah, on pregnancy, yeah. not smoking. I think that's obvious. That's obvious that we know. So, I spoke to joints at night. Um, this study, uh, it, they basically. So this this article here uh, goes on to say, if you're pregnant and use any form of cannabis product, you, want, you might want to stop. Um, and they say any form of cannabis product. Uh, that's the takeaway from a new study that found a significant health impact of marijuana use on fetal development as early as the beginning of pregnancy. Um, quote, that's why these findings were especially important. People can often be well into the first trimester and don't even know that they're pregnant, said the lead author, Beth Bailey, professor of psychology and director of population health research at the College of Medicine at Central Michigan University in Mount Pleasant. Too many words, too many words. Just cut it down to one place, one place. Um, Quote, our study drills down to look very specifically at a specific time point in pregnancy, the first trimester. We found a significant decrease in birth weight of 154 grams. In terms of pounds, it's about a third of a pound, she said. Now, while one third of a pound may not seem to be much, such slight decreases in weight have been linked to health problems as children grow, Bailey said. Quote, low birth weight is one of the strongest predictors of a child's health and development long term. 
These kids are more prone to developmental delays, higher rates of ADHD, learning disabilities, and have higher rates of emotional problems. If marijuana exposure continued during the rest of, pr- of the pregnancy, birth weight dropped by another 31 grams, 0.07 pounds, uh, the study found. In addition, the head circumference of the newborn was reduced if marijuana use continued throughout the pregnancy. Mm. Smaller head circumference could be a sign uh, the brain didn't develop Smaller properly brain. during pregnancy. Quote, even when pregnant people stopped using marijuana by the third trimester, the babies were born with a smaller head circumference of about one centimeter, uh, Bailey said. What we are telling women is that it's not an absolute certainty that your baby's growth will be impacted if you are using marijuana, but we do know that you are substantially higher risk for that outcome. While reducing levels of marijuana consumption during pregnancy is beneficial, it may not be enough to protect the developing baby, uh, Bailey said, because scientists do not yet have the research data to see whether there is any level of marijuana use that does not cause fetal harm. The safest resource, quote, my advice to women is to avoid using marijuana at all during pregnancy. And if possible, stop using prior to becoming pregnant, Bailey said. Mm. Um, The study published uh, Tuesday in the journal Frontiers in Pediatrics used data from medical records of 109 pregnant people who delivered at an obstetrics clinic in central Michigan's College of Medicine. The data were compared with the data of 171 people who did not use marijuana and served as the control group. Pregnant people who used marijuana were significantly younger, more likely to be single and covered by Medicaid, uh, and less likely to have an education beyond high school and the, than those who did not use marijuana. While the study numbers were small, the research was robust because, of, uh, because the use of marijuana was verified via urine tests, said Brenna Moore, an assistant professor of epidemiology at the Colorado School of Public Health in Aurora. She was not involved in the study. Um, so yeah, more p- pregnant people are actually using weed these days. Um, it's on the rise and that's due to the legalization. Um, and, uh, I think the different like methods of which you can ingest THC. Mm-hmm. Did they say this? St- sorry, if I missed that, did they say this, the, the study size, like how many participants? It was, yeah, it was, pr- it was quite small. So it was, um, it so was 109. Uh, compared with the data of 117 yeah. or 171. I mean, these studies are just going to grow yeah. and like become the yeah. population size become more robust because, because it's again, it's like something that we've had very limited time where it was, you could do, you could do studies on, on cannabis yeah. uh, and THC and stuff before it was legal, but like it was just way harder. Like the yeah. red tape. I remember having a, I remember having a conversation with a buddy of ours, Lou Martin, who um, at the time was in med school and um, it was in 2017 or 2018. And I was like, what do you think is going to be like, what do you think the effect is going to be uh, on um, with weed becoming legal? Like I did. And I asked that in like the broadest sense. And he was like, I think the biggest impact is going to be on scientific research. Like it, the door has basically been closed. Yeah. Essentially, like you'd have to go through so much red tape yeah. to, to get a study approved. To, to study THC and cannabis. Yeah. We're going to see that too with uh, psychedelics, you know? Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say um, before we move on, 
because I know that what I said at the beginning there, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't just blowing fucking smoke because that's a that because that that's right. Because on this podcast, we do we, we do bring yeah. you facts, and there's nothing yeah. but it. Yeah, no on, on, the, on the on the, uh, on the alcohol front, so. the jury is out on that. Um, so this is a <laughs> no, they're in. this is they a right, they're in. Uh, this is an article from Scientific American from 2012. Um, they're talking about a study of too long of, ago. Um, that's not true. Um, a new study. Uh, it was a, a not study. long, not long enough. <laughs> a study of uh, a study of sixteen hundred Danish five year old children shows that uh, non teetotaler moms can breathe a sigh of relief. So, kids whose mothers had up to eight drinks a week were just as smart as their peers born to abstaining moms. So, at first, they were talking about people who were drinking because they didn't know that they were pregnant. So, like, they didn't know they were pregnant yet. So, they were like, their whatever their normal alcohol consumption was for that individual kind of continued. Uh, and so like below a threshold of like, I think like eight drinks a week or more, that was essentially, there was no, right. there was no difference found. And then they, and so then they said heavier drinking during pregnancy does handicap children. Some previous reports has, has had suggested that even a little daily alcohol could potentially harm the child. Intelligence, attention, and executive functions such as planning and reasoning are often affected in children of alcohol abusing mothers, says lead researcher um, Ulrich Kazmodal. Uh, of the University of Denmark. Therefore, he and his colleagues expected to be able to detect, to detect the effects of small amounts of alcohol on these specific abilities, he says. Yet no such changes emerged when the research researchers put the kids to these tasks. The results appeared in the June um, uh, issue of an, an International Journal of Obstetrics and Gynecology. Expecting moms can relax, it appears, and have a drink every now and then. Do, do, do Danish love drinking? Could, Did you guys uh, ever see another round? Yeah, we watched another round. Yeah, yeah. I love that movie. Are the Danish yeah. just like big, big drinkers? Uh, they are in that movie. I don't know. Well, in that movie, they are. Yeah. Yeah. In that, that movie, they particularly really that group drinking. of friends. That, yeah. that movie is specifically about drinking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it, it. I mean, and it was in and Danish. It was a, called binge drinking. <laughs> and how you become <laughs> a better oh, teacher? Really? Yeah. So yeah. why 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 do we call it another round? Uh, they do that all the time in different English. All the time. Yeah, that happens pretty much with every foreign film. Um, speaking of bones. Let's talk about sex in space. Um, scientists are now issuing warnings about it. <laughs> I mean, there's only so many people that need to be warned. Yeah, well, actually, a lot of people are going to have to be warned. That's right, because um, it's uh, space tourism. So this is coming from Roshin. Uh, thank you, producer of the week. You got it. Bam. Easy as that. Come to our Discord, and you can have one, too. Um, so as the space tourism industry grows... So, too, do concerns about the potential for sex and even con conception in microgravity. In a new paper, researchers at the United Kingdom's Cranfield University questioned whether the space tourism industry has even begun grappling with the concept of customers potentially fucking and boning and socking and fucking and conceiving children in space, which is a big deal given the growing body of evidence suggesting that microgravity and radiation could seriously fuck up a fetus. Dude, no. What do you joke. guys think space sex looks like? What do you think it looks like? Yeah. Uh you need to have that uh it's probably more the um the like bungee cords. We well, talked about this. Yeah, well, I this is I always imagine it like because this. you can't it's like this. You can't like, thrust or push off. It's going to be like this is like future the future of space. Wait. Is this total recall? To coordinate my seldom used Reproductive sequences. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Is that the girl from uh, Waterboy? Yeah. Yeah. 
What movie is this? Space Truckers? <laughs> How did you find this? <laughs> it's an old, it's an old, uh, it's an old fucked up comedy. We're 100% operational, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah. 100% operational, yeah. my dear. Um, so <laughs> while the idea of getting it on in zero gravity sounds exciting uh, and has already been the topic of ample futurism speculation, it's an eventuality that private space tourism companies haven't yet given much thought to, at least in a public capacity. Quote, it's yeah. unrealistic to assume all future space tourists will abstain from sexual activities. Duh. Dude, the uh, thousand mile high club. I mean, that's the fir- if I went to space, that would be one of the first things I'd be trying to do. do you, is fuck do you up think there. they're really not? They say they're not thinking about it publicly. They're talking about it publicly, but do you, do you think privately they're they're just talking about it all the time? Dude, these companies, same way I mean, that the same way that airlines are definitely talking about it. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the cream, yeah, right. the but cream. they're not like they're not like making a product not, yeah. to service that. They're uh, not making statements about they're it. They're not like, hey, this. This um, economy class flight from Halifax to Toronto is just for people who are looking to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, while no space age love children have been born yet, uh, there's a non-zero chance that any fetuses conceived in microgravity and the ionizing radiation of, of space could suffer even worse outcomes than the known ill effects of that environment on fully developed human adults. Having no preparation for space con- uh, conception is a major issue that appeals to pose several risks, the Cranfield Statement notes, including, quote, those of a biological nature such as embryo development, uh, developmental risks, not to mention the legal quagmires it could welcome. While the private space tourism industry hasn't yet begun dealing with the probability of space sex and its reproductive outcomes, NASA definitely has. And on the books, it bars astronauts from getting it... In- getting down in space because of the potentially detrimental effects that microgravity and radiation could have on fetuses. But what if they just use protection? Well, they're not, they're just going, nope, no, the best uh, form of gonna, that's right. Protection is abstinence. That's right. Amen. Uh, though there have been limited and somewhat successful studies looking at the reproduction of invertebrates, insects, and amphibians in space. When it comes to mammals, there's been no dice. Considering how huge an outstanding question mark there is when it comes to space reproduction, it makes sense why NASA would ban it. Though, of course, not all types of sex can even result in con- conception. There's other types of sex. Um, <laughs> I'll never stop. I'll never be able to stop wait, playing that fucking song. Wait, wait, wh- wait. I'm curious why they haven't had mammals ha- have sex in space yeah, like why, why don't they have like, uh, monkeys or like uh, well, I don't think even we, like a rabbit or a rat think, yeah 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 we've definitely well, yeah i don't know like that seems we crazy. had to have had like mice up there and shit hasn't there been definitely. um hasn't there been like cats on the iss <laughs> <laughs> i don't know about cats um but there, but there was there was it. there was Leica that that uh, dog um there's a dog god rest his soul he never made it yeah dude did you not know that he no. never made it to the uh, space station no, Never dude, guys, Laika Laika was sent in space before Yuri Gagarin, and uh, oh. and just died up in a capsule. And then they were like, "The fucking dog did it. Send up Yuri." <laughs> and he was like, "Holy shit, that dog didn't come back." Interesting to choose a dog. Yeah, just in terms of like, I mean, obviously, it's, kind of, it's pretty sad. Any animal is gonna. Any animal. They sent a monkey. Sucks, dude, there has, they, they also there has monkey. been a cat in space. Look. Really? 
Oh yeah, look at that. That's fucking yeah. That's really yeah. Cute. You better put that up on the screen there so everyone can see it. Yeah, well. Uh, all told, unplanned space pregnancy or uncontrolled human conception, as the Cranfield researchers put it, seems like a pretty big gamble. And as the green paper notes, there appears to be no mitigation of the risks surrounding it in the burgeoning space tourism industry. Eventually, private space companies are going to have to come up with guidelines for safe sex in space. Because if nothing else, we can count on humans to screw each other one way or another. Hey, oh, look yeah. out. I'd be really curious because the, the radiation is sort of like, it's sort of an obvious yeah. thing. Yeah. But uh, the more interesting thing to me is the gravity piece. Like what? That's why you need bungee cords. What is happening? No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Like you mean in, internally? Like internally? Like when a when a when a when a when a when an egg is like, do you think swimmers like, aren't going to be able to get to the egg? Well, I I don't in know microgravity. Mm, I have no idea. I mean, like I just don't know much about the function. Well, we're going to talk to Mike. We're going to be talking to Mike Ripley soon for another production that we're working on. Yeah. And so we can ask him what he thinks. He's a uh, OBGYN. Isn't that um? Isn't there like uh, muscles that like sort of like push it? into the right direction or like guide it. Yeah, I don't know. I, dude, I feel like your Didn't insides just are just so it? compact yeah. that like nothing's really floating around in there. Right. They're not, it's not like just floating in space. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah it's it like moving pushed. along like membrane walls and yeah. Like when you eat right? food, I don't think your digestion is different in space. Like, I think it just goes through the motions. Right. You poop the poop. Well, there's like a but very, once the poop comes out of your butthole. Yeah. Then, well, that's because it's there's like a very there's the a very is now floating by your by your face. But there's a very mechanical like your your digestive system is a very mechanical process. There's like it's like a fucking factory down there that's like you don't like think pushing, the reproductive pushing. bits well, are factory. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying I'm, I don't know that they are. Well, you wouldn't know because don't you went you you cheated, <laughs> <laughs> guys, <laughs> guys. You guys. did the cheat way, guys. Don't you think? Don't you think that astronauts have to have a wank, though? Oh, for, dude, dude, yeah, hundred percent. Right. And if they so, don't, because if they don't, they're gonna have a nocturnal pipes. emission. Right. Yeah. That's right. right. Well, some of them probably won't. Some of them won't, but some <laughs> of them will. But so they must. Do they? Is that like scheduled? Everything. Or like how did they just find their own time to do that? Everything there, is scheduled. Right. That's yeah. what I mean. So like, do you? Yeah, think it's on the schedule. It says like it says like Chris Hadfield jerk off now, <laughs> jerk off five minutes. Yeah. But it must, right? Like they, Chris is like, I can do it in one. Because it's not like they go he can do into... Everything. He's yeah. efficient. He's efficient. They don't like go into a bathroom and then have their alone time and like get No, no, to, they do it in their in their sleeping bag. Right, right. They, they just cover their sleeping bag in, in space cum. No. Yeah, dude. How do you think it happens? How do you... Like, well, I, guess, I mean, that's I guess how you they, think it happens. Yeah, how do you think it happens? Yeah, no, I guess they do. I guess they do have to like... <laughs> they have to do it in the vacuum. They got to like come in the vacuum. Right. Yeah. They must have to, right? Or they or they come into uh, well, there's a garbage bin, I'm sure. No, there's no there's no garbage <laughs> bin, dude. No, just no, throw everything, it. Everything's, everything's vacuumed. It. Yeah, but everything must go into something and then get vacuumed. <laughs> no, no. What I mean is lit not not the vacuum of space. I mean I mean there's oh like when they pee, they stick their dick in a vacuum. Oh when they poop, yeah. they stick their asshole on a vacuum. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah so then like, they put like, it in the vacuum. Like yeah, yeah. the vacuum that we have here. <laughs> like, like that. Like it's a like a special NASA. It's like it's a, a special <laughs> NASA vacuum. Do you think yeah. though, it's like a di- it's at least a Dyson. <laughs> do you think they're they're it's a Dyson shit vacuum? <laughs> do you think that they are are masturbating into the the urination vacuum cleaner? Or? Yeah, yeah, I think they have to because they can't have spunk floating around fucking clogging up the the, the beakers and shit. Well, here's a question. Is spunk sticking in space? 
Well, yeah, it must yeah, be, right? Yeah, if you touch it. Yeah, yeah. But gravity, though. <laughs> Man, fuck, I don't know. Guys. How does that work? <laughs> I don't know. If anybody out there knows, let us know. <laughs> All right, that's it for this week. Hope you enjoyed that. This was a really silly episode. And if you uh, have hate mail, letters at supportpodcast.com. You can just send it there. Um, and hey, if you want to uh, be a part of the show, like uh, Rasheen was, Discord. Click the link in the bio. Come say hi. We'll have a chat. It'll be fun. Uh, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Leave a rating on Spotify mobile app. We hope you enjoyed it. Come watch us over on YouTube um, because you can see us and see the videos and see the clips and yada, yada, whatever. Jared, I said Jared, your part. Jared, Jared he said the hate, the hate mail, the hate mail part. If you got hate mail, if you want to hate on us for what we said about Botox, then letters, letters at sickpointpodcast.com. And if you want to be on the show, um, go to sickpointpodcast.com and fill out the guest form. And uh, if you know somebody who can school us scientifically uh, from like a professional perspective on anything that we say that is wrong on the show, which is um, a lot, a lot, very rare. Um, then uh, fill out the form and, and nominate somebody to be on the show. And if you feel like you need to go to therapy, um, you can find a good therapist at psychologytoday.com. And uh, thanks, as always, to Jeff Lonis, our manager, and uh, to Rich O'Coin, who does the theme music. That is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeremy, and this is Sick Boy. I got paid for that. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.